Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. And welcome to week one of the NFL season, week one of Fantasy Football 2018. The journey has already started, but we really get down to business this week. An official NFL week on deck. That means coming up on the program today, let you know what's going on on the waiver wire. Also, a little bit later on on the show, we look at some point totals, some of the high point games from this week. Let you know what we think about players in that game and can they be rostered or not and putting your starting lineup right away. Also, I had two. I thought I was going to have two drafts this week. Ended up doing four drafts this week. So I want to start with a couple of interesting stories from these four drafts that I had this week. First off, I bring my main man. How was your weekend? Happy holidays. Memorial Day. You all through that. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. What's good with you, Chris Vincent? What's good, my man? Uh, had a great weekend. Chilled. You know, I'm excited for football, and I redid my rankings. You did, I'm ready to pop on and pop off and get and get this NFL Week One started. Let's All right, Jim Day, Fancy Taz, my man, what's good? with you welcome to Week One of the NFL season? How was your weekend, my man? Terrifyingly long. Um, <laughs> all I did all weekend, it seemed like drafts just constantly one after the other. Actually, in most cases, it was two after two, and finally finished my last draft last night at 1 a.m. So. Yeah, it's going to be a fun. I'm I'm glad to finally start watching football instead of drafting, and I don't say that too often. <laughs> All right, so left out of here on Thursday. Y'all know, well, that was Friday. Y'all know I had my big NFFC auction. I went across the street, kind of putting my plan together. I'll get into that in the second segment of the program. Right now, I want to talk about what happened on Saturday night, another auction I had. So Saturday morning, I went through and I did my shares of different players. I said, okay, I got shares of this guy I like. got this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. So now I'm trying to put all the pieces together. I got this guy too much. I don't have this guy enough. Got an auction. I can kind of figure it out the way I want to. So go out a little bit for Saturday. Then I hear the news about Jerick McKinnon tearing his ACL. McKinnon was a player that I was targeting in my auction on Saturday night. So what I ended up doing, I said, you know what? I'm going to be the smartest guy in the room. I'm going to be the sharpest cat in the room. What up, Goon Squad? Don't forget 844-843-6879. We need you today. I'm going to be the smartest guy in the room. I'm going to be the sharpest cat in the room. I got the fourth nomination. I'm going to fly right out with the fourth nomination, and I'm going to nominate San Francisco 49er backup running back Matt Breida. So I throw Matt Breida out at $15. What do you think he went up to, Ventra? Twenty-three. <laughs> Jim, crickets on fifteen dollars for Matt Breeder. You're absolutely correct. Crickets. So I get him for fifteen dollars, which I'm not right now, so I'm not the sharpest guy in the room. You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, well, I got, him, I got him overvalued right now. Jim, why just fifteen dollars for Matt Breeder when son 
McKinnon got a torn ACL, and the other running back is Alfred freaking Morris. Garbage. Well, Morris actually did more last year than Breida did in his short time, and now Morris averaged 4.8 yards per carry last year. So, you know, it's not like he was dead to anything. He did a decent job in Dallas, and he's going to get the lion's share to work in this offense with Breida being the backup, doing the, you know, third down work. You really believe that he's going to get the lion's share? I think this is a 50-50 split. Nah, I don't Straight think it's even going to be close to a 50-50 split. I think they believe more in Morris than they believe but in how, but, but Okay, this is a Kyle Shanahan fantasy-friendly offense, and we know he's done the thing before, but Kyle Shanahan, they know each other. Son don't catch the football. <laughs> These Shanahan backs catch the football. Well, Morris didn't catch the football when he was in D.C. Well, Robert Griffin was changing the way offense was being played that year. We had a quarterback running 70-yard touchdown passes. You really throw everything out the window. But one thing that we've seen consistently, Jim, is Kyle Shanahan backs being fantasy-friendly mainly because of their pass-catching ability. Carlos Hyde last year was not like Carlos Hyde was tearing the world on fire. He caught 55 balls, Jim. Yeah, he did. He caught a lot of balls. I totally understand that, but look at it this way. They went out and got McKinnon, even though Breida is, you know, was – a decent pass catching back. They went out and got McKinnon for that role. They don't feel Breida fits that role as good as McKinnon did. Otherwise they wouldn't have went out and spent all that money on McKinnon. There's some doubt in that organization on whether Breida can stand up to a full load. And I think that's going to show itself early on Morris. We know, can run a full load and take most of the work and still be on the field. With Breida, with the shoulder injury, we're just not sure. That, that's a good point, and, and that's fine. But I, I think that Breida's obviously the more talented guy here. Alpha Morris, like, like Corey said, can't catch passes. This guy is a one-tone running back right up the middle. I mean, you know, no speed, no nothing here. There's no flash whatsoever. But, you know, if he's going to get used, might as well have him on your roster as a bench running back. I mean... All right, so, so, so here we go right here. Speaking of having him more on your roster as a bench running back, waiver why it could be open today, waiver why it could very well open up tomorrow. A lot of cats, that Adrian Peterson is probably on your waiver wire. Um, Ryan Grant, who I think is an interesting name, is probably on your waiver wire. Antonio Gates is going to be on your waiver wire. Alfred Morris is going to be on your waiver wire. Good chance Matt Breed is going to be on your waiver wire. First of all, you just drafted your teams. If you don't have, like, Darius Geis or Jarek McKinnon, don't go crazy cutting people to go pick up a ham and egg sandwich like Alfred Morris. <laughs> Jim, would you drop Peyton Barber to pick up Alfred Morris? Ooh, actually, that's a really tough question. Uh, I'm not a huge Pey- Peyton Barber type guy, and we know he's still got a slight tear in that knee. Um, man, you couldn't have picked a tougher comparison there. Uh, I say no. Yeah, I say it's it's really close, though. I think it's a lot closer than you guys are making it out to be. I agree. I say no. It is close, though, but I say no. All right. Um, Jim, Adrian Peterson is on the waiver wire. Don't give me an exact number because Fab is different. Give me a percentage of the budget for Adrian Peterson, a percentage of the budget for Matt Breida, a percentage of your budget for Alfred Morris. Well, again, uh, man, um, I'd really have to be hurting having lost either guys or McKinnon to even be considering any of these three at this point. But if I am, if I'm desperate for a running back, then I'm going to go probably at this point, I'm going to go with maybe as much as 17% on AP. Man, and, don't, and I'm not going to like it, believe that. I, and then I would probably go as much as 15% on 
Morris, and then probably about 13% on Brita. What do you say? I, I'm, I actually did that last night on, on a league. So I'm picking up, <clears throat> um, I think it's Adrian Peterson for out of a $100 budget, putting $11 on Peterson because right. I need running back depth. So I wanted that. Uh, I think I put $9 on, on uh, I mean, sorry, $8 on Morris. All right. See, now, the only problem with these thinking, we're trying to think rationally. There's mm. too many people out there that don't think rationally. That's bingo. Why, yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Bingo. And you and I putting in the bids that we would put in are probably never going to own these guys because somebody, whether, let's say, the fab is $100. Yeah, they're going to put 16 there on is no, somebody out They'll there put is going to put 75 on that's Adrian insane. Peterson. Yeah, that's insane. Because he's Adrian Peterson. So, you know, that's why I don't really sweat it so much with these guys. If you really need some help, try and get them. But don't be, you know. Don't blow your budget gonna, going yeah. trying to get these dudes. I've only seen it work one time. And that one time was Julius Thomas. When Julius Thomas had that big game and Peyton Man threw them seven touchdown passes, Julius Thomas was going off way wise that week. For $900 out of 1000 That's insane. But he lived up to he it. He lived up to it. He uh, lived up to it. Another guy, too, kind of lived up to his. Who's Darrell that? Terrell Pryor of the year who's on the Browns. He kind of lived up to his waiver wire pickup. Terrell Pryor. Oh, he la- definitely did. He had a good year yeah, that year. Yeah, He did, but he, he did, lagged. He, he, the tail end of that year, he lagged he off. He lagged off, yeah. I had him. But yeah. for the most part, it wasn't a, 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 a bad initially opening bid. But you don't right? want to spend that much. 90%. Yeah, don't, this, is, this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. You don't got to drop the whole bag now. You don't got to be like me in a gentleman's club and just grab the first thing you see and take her to the back room. <laughs> Let some more gals trickle in first. <laughs> come, come. You know what I'm saying? Take a look Actually, at everybody onion said, first. Just don't go for the first one that's that sticking that in your face. What happened? The judge said you can't do that. <laughs> Jim, keep the judge. That's private, Jim. <laughs> don't talk about that. Just don't go blowing the whole thing all willy-nilly. Like my grandmother would say, don't spend it all in one place. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. Don't spend it all in one place when you go to Waver Wire to open the season. It's like diversifying your portfolio a little bit. Yeah. You don't want to have too much of the same guy, right? I get into some portfolio diversification in the next segment. I tell you about the big auction I did on Friday and how I started there and get you guys' opinion on that. But first, I want to go out to the phone lines, 844-843-6879. If you ask a sit-start question, I'm not going to tell you nothing, Jack. Jim got sit-start on Tuesday. I told you last week I wasn't doing sit-start on Tuesday. My man Eric is in A-Town. A-Town, what's cracking? Yo, what's going on, Fantasy Fair? Yo, yo, what's up with you? What up with you, big dog? Not much, man. I told you I was going to come back with a better draft for you guys. All right, let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear how you rock it. All right. All right, my quarterback is Matt Stafford. Okay. My my running back is Leonard Fournette. Okay. I also got Royce Freeman. Okay. I got Julio Jones. Right there in your hometown, I love it. Right there. I got. I also got Stephon Diggs. Can you digs it? Yeah. I got Steph, and then I um I picked up Ricky Seals Jones. Okay. I want to see what he does. Late tight end, all right. And in my flex, I got Larry Fitzgerald. Got Fitz in the flex. This is is a PPR standard. Mm -hmm. This is standard. All right, cool. Now, what you got on your bench? Let me get a couple names on this bench. Oh, man. Oh, man. I I picked up Mark Ingram. Okay. I got Sonny Michelle. All right, you love it. That's that George Bulldog. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. I got Keelan Cole. 
Okay. I'm rolling with you. I've got Mike Williams. All right. We're keeping it coming. I don't, Mike I Williams Mike downgraded Williams. a little bit with Antonio Gates getting signed because that red zone work might go to Gates and not Williams. Okay. I saw that. I saw that. I also picked up um, Wilkins from, from the Colts. Right, you got Jordan Wilkins taking the fly on him. Eric in the A-Town. Well done. Uh, that's the way you bounce back. The that's the way you bounce end. back. That's the way you bounce back right there. That's the way you bounce back, Eric. I'm glad that you bounced back. You came through smoking on this second draft because that first one was trash, you, my man. My man, you 100% have, with you. You have a backup tight end? Or just one? Uh-huh. Eric in A-Town is left. He's gone. Eric, Eric rocked the draft, and then he hung up the phone you, you, and dropped it like it was hot. You like oh, the Ricky Seals? right up until the tight end. Yeah. yeah you, well, yeah. You cool with the Ricky Seals? He bounced back, son. He bounced back. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to give him a hard time. He bounced back. That other draft from last week, read last he week that team was trash. Back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. We're not going to give him a hard time. I'm not going to give him a hard time. He might <laughs> want to go pick up Antonio Gates, though, because it might work a little bit better than Mike Williams. You're feeling that? Yeah, you know, well, I'm, as somebody who a week ago drafted Mike Williams in the sixth damn round, when Antonio Gates signed that red zone work that Williams was going to get, Ventra, I'm nervous now. I don't know. I think it he takes away like two or three touchdowns, touchdowns last year. Don't, don't, don't yeah. go crazy. I don't think it hurts him that You know much. what? I love people. Just Everybody's like, oh, yeah, all the Michael Williams love. That's all garbage now. You guys suck. You idiots <laughs> don't even pay attention to what's going on. Hey, Gates is who Gates is. He's still another year old. 70. That's. 300 yards, three touchdowns last year. I'll probably look for him to do about the same. Yeah. Michael Williams is an excellent wide receiver. Jimmy, no, he struggled, he struggled be... in camp in preseason, Jim. No, he didn't. He had, a he had some great, yeah, he had some great plays in preseason. Pre, not so much in preseason because they didn't use him a lot. But in, in camp, he was doing play after play. They were raving about him. Yeah, and not to mention, I mean, come on. One guy's probably can't barely run at this point, and the other guy's an <laughs> up -humor. I mean, it's like... He may steal one or two touchdowns from Mike Williams the whole season, maybe. Right. But I, you know, I the, the other thing is people just think Mike Williams is just going to be a red zone guy. You guys are wrong. Yeah, exactly. He's going to make plays all over the field for this. Rivers is finally going to have a one-two combination of wide receiver that he can love and thrive with. And that's scary. You know what? Jim is passionate about this because he's sitting up in the seat. He's sitting up in the seat. You know. So he's Jim done. is fired up. So now I feel good about Mike and Mike Williams again because Jim is fired the F up. As you, you should, feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, he's sitting up in that seat. Jack, I'm like, well, Jim is serious about Mike Williams. Okay, what is your level of concern? Let's go around the room. Level of concern on Le'Veon Bell in week one. Uh, 10 being I'm concerned AF. Zero being Left Bell all day. I'm not even tripping. I'm one and a half. What are you, Ventra? One and a half. Um, I'm about four. What are you, uh, uh, Taz? I've said this on the show before. I'm ten, man. I, I think this boy's out to prove a point, and I'm not sure he shows up tomorrow. If he don't show up tomorrow, then the panic meter will start the, the, yeah. the do, 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 do. Yesterday was Labor Day. Son was like, I'm not traveling on Labor Day. Today's a day off. It's a regular NFL week, so it's a Tuesday off. Tomorrow, Wednesday, they be in the play. They, they be in the film and getting back to the field. He'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, better hope And if so. he is, then you're good for it. But I, I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised at all if this guy wait, tries to wait him out and see if he can get paid. I'm just sorry. It's, just, it's been a feeling I've had for a while now. And you know Tomlin don't care. Tomlin's like, 
Uh, we got this boy James Conner. No, who I'm paying no, a lot left to it. See, you can't do that because here's the but problem. But Conner does not not care. Here's the problem with that. Last year they had James Conner last year too. Yeah. Last year when Le'Veon Bell reported, literally going to be one day late. He's going to report this year one day late. And my thought process is because of the way that that Labor Day felt fell on the day that it fell on is why it looks like he's holding out longer. Mm-hmm. So what's going to end up happening is he didn't come on Labor Day this year. He said, "I'm staying home, chilling with Shorty." The hot girls in the strip club, but we saw her. You would stay home and smash that too. Oh, absolutely. Right? So this is what he's going to do. He's going to show up on Wednesday, put all the talk to rest. Last week and week one after the long holdout, Le'Veon Bell touched the football 31 times. Oh, they might punish him. Remember last year? They punish him for what? Remember last year they punished him for holding out and they gave him like 10 touches week one? You remember no, that? Son, he had 27 carries and four receptions in week one. Last year? Yeah, son. Are you sure? I'm the fantasy executive. I remember, I don't know, then it must have been the year before. There was a year no, he No, it held wasn't out. last year because last year he had, what, 37 yards in the first game. Yeah. In, 2000, crazy number. in, in 2017, week one, Le'Veon Bell carried the football 27 times for 87 yards. No. It, 10 carries for 32 yards. Yeah. 10 now, carries for 32 yards. I'm looking at the wrong week. Yeah, yeah, or the wrong That was week years. two. He had 87. <laughs> All right, so I made a mistake. I'm going to go back and double check that. You're going to punish him. Fantasy executive can make mistakes. Telephone lines open. i tell you about my awesome auction on Friday when we come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step, become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Yeah, fancy football frenzy, 844-843-6879. Already seven phone lines deep. I know you've been waiting for the dynamic trio. We right here with you. Once again, 844-843-6879. I'm going to knock out some of these phone lines so we can open it up and get some more cats in here. If you speak to us a lot, like every day, let somebody else get the phone line today. You feel what I'm saying? Be a gentleman. Don't, don't say no names. Don't say no names. You don't need no names. Don't say no names. Just be a gentleman. You know what I'm saying? It's your fantasy football brotherhood. Your goon squadion want to get in on the conversation also. So get that cracking right there. So, all right, so here we go. The auction, right? I told y'all straight up I was buying Devontae Adams, right? So I got word that in the auction before mine, son went for 47 in the 12-team joint. I'm in the 14-team joint. So I'm like, I me a text. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, boy, what did this guy want? All right, all right, never, it's not important. All right, so instead of, so I'm thinking, okay, if he went for 47 in the 12-team joint, I'm going to have to go 50. But like I said, I wasn't going to leave y'all on that path alone. I'm going to rock with y'all. So I had the 50 ready to rock. If I had to go 50, Devontae Adams, I was getting son. Mm-hmm. Ended up getting Adams for 44. Now it's time to find the mispriced players in the draft. So first one comes up. Devontae Freeman. Say, okay, let's see what Freeman goes for. Right now, all the running backs are going off the board. The big dogs went in the 50s. The McCaffreys and the Barclays, they went early uh, high 40s. Devontae Freeman come, the number stops at 31. I get Freeman for 31. Now, I got Tevin Coleman on seven teams already. 
He's my most highly owned player. Really? Yeah. Okay. So in this league, me having Freeman, I'm hedging that. Because if Freeman plays 16. Right. But you're hedging it, but you got seven teams with Tevin Coleman. That's the problem. But this one right here, the entry fee. It's big. It's more than all of those others put together. Oh, I got gotcha, you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hedging against that. Plus, you got him for the cheap. There's the teardrop right there. That's what I like to call the teardrop. Now, the next mispriced player that come off the board, I get my second wide receiver, Mike Evans. How much do you think I pay for Mike Evans? Uh, 35? I was willing to go 35 for Mike Evans, Jim. How much did he go for? 21. Got him for 27. Oh, Somewhere in between. Listen, here's the deal. I understand that Jameis thing is an issue. Son is still going to get 8 to 10 targets a game. Yeah. Exactly. He's a monster. He's still the best wide receiver on that team. He's 6'5". Jim, in the fourth round of drafts, Mike Evans, is it that bad? No, not at all. But, I, you know, depends on the start I have. If I have three good running backs, I started with good, three good running backs. I don't want him as my wide receiver one. Love him as my wide receiver two. All right, so then. Yes. Next player, the next mispriced player, right? I want to get, my, I want to get another running back, right, to get this good start out the way. So I said, okay, I got to figure out who the next mispriced running back is going to be. I already got a thought in my head of who the guy is going to be. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, Shady comes up. Yep. He goes 19. I'm like, ooh. So I go 20. Another guy goes 21. I go 22. So LaShawn McCoy at $22. Wow. Would he, and everybody knows he's starting week one at this point. Everybody knows. He goes for $22. That's what he went for when I did the auction with you two months ago, three two months, months ago. ago. Yeah, when it was really, you that's, know. That's, now, the NFL can still step in and do something like Jim always says, but Jim, a $22 Shady, I don't have no beef with that. That's good. I wouldn't have any beef with that either. I'd love every minute of it, actually. So that's how that auction went. Uh, some of the other pieces, I got Emmanuel Sanders and uh, Andrew Luck's the quarterback. I mean, you know, I love Andrew Luck, whatever the case may be. But those are the two players. Mike Evans as a wide receiver, too. I like it. The running backs, Jim, LaShawn McCoy, and Devontae Freeman. A little bit risky. I get it. What do you think? Well, again, I'm not the biggest Freeman guy just because we've seen his numbers start to dip more and more each of the last three years with Tevin Coleman becoming a more reliable back in that offense. So that concerns me a little bit. If we see the numbers dip even more this year, then at, at some point he really starts to fall out of that early or early round drafting for me. So I, yeah, I can't fault him. He should be a reliable number two for you because McCoy is still your number one as far as I'm concerned. What you got? Yeah. Uh, you have two rock-solid number uh, twos at the worst case, in my opinion. Devontae, what I mean by the teardrop, like let's say McCaffrey went for $35 and then he went for 21 McCaffrey was in the 40s. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. But I'm just saying there's a huge drop-off, I think, from that McCaffrey at this point in time in drafts. McCaffrey and Freeman. I think Freeman starts the new tier, the second tier. And I'm, and I, and I'm cool which with that. Which is great. Which is great, yeah. And I'm cool with that. Um, interesting, most interesting thing from the draft that took place in the NFFC over the weekend, the players who are getting the extreme push from the Sharps are Joe Mixon is going on the turn, and Christian McCaffrey was locked in the first round of every draft venture. 
Every draft. Every draft had Christian McCaffrey in the first round. Yeah, I think he's moving up above Dalvin Cook at this point. He's moving above Dal- He's moving above Odell Beckham and Julio Jones. Well, that's just a shame. Jim. That's just too much. Where's the love for McCaffrey? I get it. It's North Turner throwing the football to the, running, to the, to the, to the pass catching running back. I'm not taking Christian McCaffrey in the first round, nor am I taking him over Fournette, Hunt, or Cook. Well, hey, look, right now he's not only going to be the passing down back, he's going to be the every down back, and they're not afraid of it. They're going to push him and run him hard. So at that point, he definitely represents a ton of value if you're looking at a guy who not only gets you know maybe 270, 280 carries, but also catches 50, 60 balls. So you're talking about a guy who could easily end up in the top four running backs next year so i can't fault it at all you you know you got to believe in the guys you believe in and then you got to go after them yeah no 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 especially when you get to this time of year like i told y'all last week adp average draft position is for average drafters goon squad not average drafters you want to do you go get them yeah 844-843-6879 john b is in new jersey john b holla at your boy Hey, what's up, Corey? How you doing, man? What's good, John? What's up with you? Good, good. I never shout out Jim and Chris either, so let me give him a shout out too. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. All right, l- listen. I just had a quick question. Um, uh, on tight end, I, I, I have a uh, Tyler, Tyler Eifert on one of my leagues. But the way I drafted was I was looking for uh, more depth at wide receiver and running back at in my first two drafts. Um, so I took a uh, tight end real late. So I, I kind of want like an update on Tyler Eifert. What you guys think is you know what, um, what, what amazingly he's like this year. he has not hit the injury reserve because of his back injury yet, which is all glory be to God. It's a mini miracle. It's a mini miracle. It's, <laughs> it's like it's, it's like the Mets winning the World Series. It's the same type of thing. <laughs> Tyler Eifert playing more than two football games. Almost like the Cowboys actually. Winning. Oh God, Jim, Jim, don't do that, Jim. <laughs> don't do that, Jim. Um, I'm never going to be comfortable with Tyler Eifert. He's going to hit the IR with a back injury, but you know what? He made it through camp and he's healthy. Yeah. Well, who's your backup? <laughs> uh, I have no That's backup important. right you now. You don't have That's no backup. On, on, on. Yeah, you need one. Yeah. With him. Uh, if Eifert if goes who, out, John, John, don't trip. If Eifert goes out, go get Tyler Croft. John Reed go out at some point. Go get Vernon Davis. You'll be good. My man, John, I holler at you. 844-843-6879. Let me go to my dog, PJ in Columbia. PJ, what's cracking? What's going on, man? When you when you said give some other callers a chance, I was going to hang up, but then I said Corey got to hear this. No, no, man, no, no, I PJ. PJ, you good. You good, PJ. <laughs> PJ, you on the line. Stay on the line, PJ. I, I, you good. Okay. You get caught blunt. I'm, I'm so, hey, I'm so proud of you, man, ever since that day. You turned that frown and you turned it upside down. You're right. And your energy has been so positive, man. You're right. So that positive energy is going to return back into you in all your drafts. Preach. Preach, brother. 100%. Preach. I hey, love man, it. I, <laughs> I'm a Demarius Thomas owner. Uh-huh. Man, they, Me they, too. They're talking big about Cortland Sutton, man. Is Cortland Sutton somebody that I need to be afraid of? I, do I need to go pick him up? Because, I mean, they saying this man is dominating in practice, man. I'm not tripping off of Courtney Sutton unless somebody get hurt. He's not going to out-target Demarius Thomas. He's not going to out-target Emmanuel Sanders. If there is an injury, then I do think Sutton will have a chance. 
But I'm not tripping off a of Cortland Sutton vent, uh, Ventra. Yeah, I mean, well, with Demarius Thomas, no. With Emmanuel Sanders, because he's older and he's the number two guy to Demarius Thomas, let's face it, if Sutton outworks him, he could end up getting a similar amount of targets. Sanders worries me. I don't know why everybody is so high on him as a wide Because Emmanuel two. Sanders is a beast? Uh, but I don't see it. Why does everybody think he's a beast? Look at the numbers. He, he, he was a beast in his prime. <laughs> Look at the numbers. He was a beast in his prime. He was hurt he's last year. He's not a beast no more, he is going. If he's played 16 games, he will catch between 75 and 80 passes. That's fine. And how many yards and touchdowns? In a PPR, you rec- get you. Are, that's a wide receiver. That's a that's a um, damn near wide receiver too. I, I think he's a wide receiver three. I don't think he's a wide receiver. And people, you're drafting him as a wide receiver four in some cases. I, I know he's in a tremendous value. Well, no, people are bringing him up the board. I've, all the little drafts we've been seeing, I see uh, uh, Manuel Sanders going before you know guys like Marcus Goodwin and stuff like that. Like Manuel Sanders high. probably should go before Marcus I don't Goodwin. Think so. uh, no, that's no not, way. I, I, no I way. I haven't seen that yet. I can't say I've seen I've that, seen that and I swear Goodwin has been jumping up. Boards like crazy, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen him go as early as the late fifth round. So, uh, yeah, I don't see him. Jim, should uh, go ahead. Look, I like Sanders. I like Sanders more than Goodwin. I think Sanders. You, you, you want to say it? Sanders was injured last year? Plus, he's had some really bad quarterback play the last few years. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold that against him. They got a much better quarterback this year. Uh, you know, we we have the health concerns, but we have that for half the freaking league. So I'm not worried about that. Um, with with him on the field, with Case Keenum there at quarterback, I like Demarius Thomas and Sanders to have really good years. I think Sutton is going to have his plays because they will run some free wides just because they really don't have any tight ends yet that have really stood up and claimed that spot. So I think they run quite a few three wides, and Sutton will get his plays, but I don't think it negatively affects either of the other two starting. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's nothing I, I know to worry what you're about. Saying. I know what you're saying, but Sutton could. This is, could stop be the push. The push that Sutton puts on Sanders and ultimately knock him out. I mean, listen, he, he's injury prone. That worries me. But not only that, he's, he's, he's had injury he's prone. had one monster year in his career, right? What's a monster year? 101 a, catches, 1400 yards, nine touchdowns. Playing with Peyton Manning. Then give me. Get, Give me, give me, give me 2016 he, he, when he was healthy. He's only had three other good years. Give me 2016 when he was healthy. Okay, 2016, he had 79 catches, 1,032 yards, and five touchdowns. Standard league play. I mean, whoa, 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 guy, whoa, why are you moving the goalposts? Talking about standard league play <laughs> and the PPR. Listen, wait, 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 why are you moving the goalposts, no, son? The dude had 80 catches over a thousand yards and five touchdowns. I understand that. And, and then, he's doing what and every the year before that man does. He had a nice three-year stretch. Just, Let's put. Let's say that. He had a nice three-year stretch, okay? And the year before, they had 67 catches, 740 yards, 600, people were like, oh, who's this guy? He's coming out of nowhere. It's over already, I think. I think that span is over. His peak is, the, is gone. He's 31 years old. And I know you said, oh, injury. That's not old for a wide receiver, son. I mean, it, it kind of is. Once you start hitting the 30s, it's old for any skill position. Son, Larry Fitzgerald is 53. Besides the quarterback. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald is a freak of nature, though. That's a different story. It's like Frank Gore. These guys don't usually last this long. He could be retired by next, uh, by the year after this year. He could be gone out of the league. Who cares about that year? I know, but Who what I'm saying is he's retired about your, your thing about, oh, half the league's injury prone. Well, he older players are a lot more injury prone than younger players. Let me get and back to the phones. 844-843-6879. Let's go to my man, Chris, in Hawaii. Chris, <laughs> aloha. Aloha, Chris, <laughs> in Hawaii. Y'all got the, y'all got the gals out there doing the belly dancing like this, Chris. You know who I'm saying? It's another day in paradise out here. We got I the feel you, dogs. What's good thing. with you, Chris? Hey, uh, just wondering if you guys could evaluate and help me with my flex. All right. Um, my draft. Here you go. It's uh, Deshaun, 
Melvin Gordon. Oh, uh, yes. Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, uh, Evan, Evan Ingram, uh, Robbie Anderson. Hold on. Hold on. My son, I, son, you can't call up here right. and put me on hold. No. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I, I take, my, take my team. I forgot. Okay, my bad. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Laundry. Okay. Ingram, All right. Uh, Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. And that's it. All right. So listen, here, well, how many teams is, is this? A, is this a 12 team league? Yes. All right. I feel like your wide receivers could have been better. What round did you take Watson? What's that? What round did you take Watson? Uh, it was like seventh. In the seventh round, you got, you got Deshaun Watson in seventh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure That's out good. who'd you take in the third round? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I can tell you. I, I know I took uh, Kareem and Mel Gordon first, one, two. Yeah, I, I think this wide receiver um, crew got to be better. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh, I like a lot, Jarvis, especially in the PPR. What's up? That's who it was in the third. Yeah. You got Landry in the third. I'd probably, yeah. I can see Landry going in the third. When did you take Robbie Anderson? That was like last round, like the second to last round. So Flyer. I'm, I'm missing some players. Yeah, who, play who are the players that's, that are missing here? Who's on your bench? Uh, I got. Uh, Dick Johnson Jr. All right. Uh, uh, Carry on Johnson, Clement, okay. and John Ross. Oh, you John Ross is the only backup receiver. Yeah, all oh, right. Hey, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got. You, hey, hey, Chris in Hawaii. Stay, stay, stay close to your radio. Stay close to your YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever. Stay close to FNTSY Radio. We got some work to do with this one. We'll get it done. 844-843-6879, Telephone number to get involved. Let's go to my man Jake right here in New York. Jake, what up? Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted a thought on this trade I did and the rate on my fantasy team. So All right, here we team. go. I, I, I love, listen, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. With these, before the, before, before the season start trades, I'm not a fan of it. Let's hear this trade. All right. Uh, the, trade, the trade was my first round, Hopkins and Derrick Henry, who, I don't know, I think he's, he could be a backup to Deion Lewis. I don't know. Now, mind you, you picked him, right? Well, I picked, yeah. I picked okay. Him. <laughs> so you picked him, even though you think he can be a backup to Deion Lewis. You picked him. Yeah, because I needed a running back. Wait, All right, so, let's hear, so let me hear it. Let me hear the trade. Mm-hmm. Hopkins and Henry for Melvin Gordon and Doug Baldwin. No, now, I needed no, 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 no. All I had was Devontae Freeman. Listen to my fantasy team. My fantasy team is stacked. I got Rodgers. I got Wilson. My backup is Luck. It's a 2QB league. It's a 2QB okay. league. I got OBJ, Baldwin, and Juju, and Melvin and Devontae as my running back. My tight end is Rudolph. My flex is Fuller. But, 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 week five, I got Edelman coming. All right, okay, so listen, I like the team. Your team is straight. Why do you need to trade? But why'd you trade? You had Odell Beckham and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Honestly, if you really look at the number comparison, Melvin Gordon could put up the same numbers as as Hopkins with Doug Baldwin as an addition to my receivers. Okay, Doug Baldwin is playing on an 80% good knee. DeAndre Hopkins is healthy every day and it's an effing stud. I don't like the trade, Jim. Wait, who, who are your running backs again? You got Devontae Freeman and Melvin Gordon now since he made this trade. He had Freeman and Henry. I get the Freeman worry and you want to upgrade at Gordon, but you could have picked Gordon. This is almost like a wash, though. You could have picked Gordon. Yeah. What's could've... up? What's up, Jim? That's true. Yeah, I, you know, I, I agree. I, you know, it's 
Gordon is being drafted most in most drafts ahead of Hopkins. So, you know, that whether you like Hopkins or not, that gives him an upgraded running back. He takes a hit at wide receiver, but it sounds like he has deep wide receivers. I think I, I would have made the trade, too. All right, so here we go, fancy football frenzy. I'm always going to be tough on you if you trade before the season starts. Corey Biden. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, here we go, 844-843-6879, Fancy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Glad to have you, hope to have you all season long. Is Mr. Sussman there on microphone? Big homie? I ain't give me a sec. He said, give him a sec, I get Mr. Sussman. Ah, take a sip of my agua. What can I help you with? Uh, Mr. Sussman, how you doing, sir? Very Before well. I get into my thing, um, I want you to uh, uh, give the audience... A, uh, let the audience know what we got coming up for them on game day Sundays because FNTSY Radio is the place to be on game day Sunday. If you're on the app, if you're on iHeart, if you want to tune in, if you're on the YouTube channel, we got you covered as you get ready for fantasy football. So I want you to just give the people a rundown of what they can expect on Sundays during the fantasy football season. And that all kicks off this Sunday and what time, Sussman? You go ahead. This is, the, this, this is your part. Yeah, it, it's, it's 10 a.m., and what we're doing this year is— It's not 8? Well, 8 a.m. on the radio, 10 a.m. on the video side. So okay. 8, so 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., we got a Fantasy Sports Today, uh, the weekend edition. I believe it's Blewett and Scotty uh, bringing it down early morning for us. And then we go live on YouTube on video, so we get 10 a.m., and I believe that at that moment, we may be commercial-free for the next 11 hours or so with— Gabe Marenzi, Mike Blewett, and you, Corey, in the morning from 10 to 1. Lineup Lock Live, the return, the preview show from 10 to 1. It's going to be awesome. All the up-to-date, up-to-date information as it's happening uh, with you, Corey, obviously always emotional. Gabe on the betting lines and Mike Blewett breaking it down, of course, from the fantasy perspective. And then at 1 o'clock, all hell breaks loose, in all honesty, because it'll just be you and Gabe watching football live with the Goon Squad all afternoon. You guys will break down all the early games. If somebody, if somebody tears their ACL... You're on it. If Gabe loses a bet in the first quarter or, or the first half or whatever, he's on it. It is the live reactions of all of your favorite Fantasy Sports Network personalities live on the air on Sunday afternoon. The second te- for the second game, we got Joe Galina live in studio. we got Cam Stewart live on Skype. You know how both emotional both of those, those guys are. They take you all afternoon, and then we get to late at night, 8 to 10. That's where the Fantasy Task takes over to wrap it all up. It's going to be an absolutely wild ride on Sunday, each and every Sunday here on the Fantasy Sports Network. All right, so there you go right there. Shout out. That's my man right Right there, Mr. Sussman. So there you go, right there. The place to be on Sunday from sun up to sundown. Started off in the morning with Mike Blewett, ended off at night with my man Jim Day and the King Scotty. And in the middle, in between, you get a little bit of the fantasy executive in here watching football, drinking beer. Might even put a stripper pole up in this joint. Might put a pole in this joint. <laughs> yeah. Close the curtains and be like, what's good? 844-843-6879. So last night, I went over to uh this is big Manhattan hedge fund dude, right? Longtime fantasy football player, but son don't never win. So past couple years, 
I draft his team for him. You know what I'm saying? He gives me a dollar amount, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? So whatever the league entry fee is, it's a pretty hefty fee. And then I take 50% of that to draft a team. Okay. So let's just say it's a $500 entry fee. Then I, got, then I get 250 to draft a team for him. So last night I went over Sun Crib, whatever, to draft a team. Beautiful, lovely, uh, Upper West Side, you know what I'm saying? Everything, you know oh, what nice. I'm saying? Like Sun legit owns like his whole, like he bought the apartment, the two apartments next to him. He bought those joints, knocked them down, made it a part of his joint. You know what I'm saying? Loaded out Sun is worth about, I Loaded. talked with him last night, he's worth about half a billion. Half a billion dollars. Like he can legit buy a franchise, right? I would have made that dude my best friend. <laughs> I'm not joking around. I'm not joking around. So I go over to crib, <laughs> whatever. On his knees. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. You would have done all of that, Ventra? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, very good. Best friend. <laughs> He's in my BFF. That's all I said. Not my whatever. I'll play Madden with the dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He got kids our age, put it like that. Well, probably like, well, yeah, he's, he's, got, a, he's, got, a, he's got a child in his, like, like, he, like I said, he got grown kids, put it like that, mm-hmm. right? So I'm in the joint, right? We do the draft, whatever, good times. He had, of course, he had the second pick of the draft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I take Zeke with the second pick, pick my man. Take Zeke, go through, get the draft done, whatever. So at the end of the night, right? Time to, you know, it's getting late now. Fantasy executive got to get up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I had something much wanted to slide through last night. So I was trying to get uptown to make sure that she got herself taken care of. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, we go to square up, son. You know, whatever. Son's, like I said, son's sitting on half a billy. Yeah. Not half a milli, half a billy. You don't have to do nothing. He give me the bread. I put it in my pocket. I go outside. You know what I'm saying? Yellow cab, I, I call a cab, I tell Shorty, I'm on my way home. Mm-hmm. I get to the block, I go to get me a squibber, you know what I'm saying? Go to get the little 40 before I knock Shorty off, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I go in my pocket, my son short me $40, B. <laughs> son short me $40. No. Son sitting on half a billion dollars, and he shorted me $40, Was there yo. any good reason for it? No, he didn't. It was no, I was like, yo, son. Where's my money at? <laughs> he shorted me $40, and this man is worth $500 million. I draft your team. And you, Maybe it was a mistake? It was, I don't care, son. No, no, it like, like a, It was not a mistake. Like a counting I want mistake. my money. Run me my money. <laughs> no, son shorted like me $40. Draft. <laughs> he didn't like your draft. Jimmy told me he loved it. <laughs> he made a mistake counting. Yo. It had to be. Yo, son. And I see how he got half a billy now. Being, By shorting people forty dollars, yeah, <laughs> holding that that wallet close to your body, yeah, that's crazy, how son. He short me forty dollars. I was going to send some message today, like yo, hit my cash app that other forty dollars, my man. What are you doing? Wow. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Right, quick. Let's get into some point totals. Highest point totals on the board for this week. This is according to mybookie.ag. You know, it, uh, and you know, it's other sites, Bet DSI, which we have a partnership with, and all that kind of stuff. I'm just using the my bookie joint because I got them up. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, highest point total on the board this week, Jim, is the Houston Texans and New England Patriots coming in at, at 51. So, obviously, D Hop, Gronk, Watson, Brady, those cats go in your lineup. Jim, is Will Fuller a starter this week? In a 12-team league. 
Well, when you look at the implied point totals based on the spread and the uh, over-under, you're looking at Houston having an implied total of 22.5 points. So, you know, D-Hop is definitely going to get his. You expect uh, Lamar Miller to get some of his. I think Fuller in this game, as Houston tries to play catch-up, I think Fuller has a chance to put up some garbage-time fantasy points. So, yeah, I think he's a good shot to play. It depends on who else you got. But I think he's a good chance to put up, you know, a good five or six catch game for maybe 60, 70 yards and get you into those double digits. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go right there. You, um, Ventra, is J- James White worth a start in the 12-team league this week? No, I don't think he's going to get enough touches. Uh, you got, um, obviously, Rex Burkhead, who looks like he's going to play this week. We got um, my boy Sony Michelle, who's getting healthy. And you got Jeremy Hill, who's still in the mix, right? Uh-huh. So I, I don't see James White really getting too much. He's going to get some pass, you know, receptions and stuff, but I don't see him getting anywhere near like 11, 12 points unless he gets a touchdown, which is very unlikely. He's not that type of back. So I'm thinking more like five points. Jim, you know I don't, what I don't mind James didn't White. He just, wait, didn't he just recently have three touchdowns in one game? <laughs> that was see, it, what, the what, Super here. Bowl? Wait, wait, I'm just saying, but that's the problem. Hey, that's Once random. Talking, it's very variable, the I, touchdown. I thing. understand that. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. When you're talking about a Bill Belichick running back, you have no idea who's exactly. going to do what every week. If Belichick is listening to our show, he's laughing because he said, okay, now i got to give James White everything <laughs> just to just to show Venture. Yeah, I would love if about. he did that. That would, that would be great. <laughs> no, but obviously Sonny Michelle Burkhead are the two main guys you would want. In this, I don't know how much work back. Michelle or Burkhead – I like James White this week. You do? I would flex I James White. they were both coming off injury? I would flex – yeah, because they both coming off injury. James, right. I would flex James White this week. I, I can't fault you for that. I mean, when you look at his wide receivers, James White could be could become a you know his second best, third best wide receiver on this team for them. So you know, I, I can't fault that at all. White could easily have five, six catches in this game. Um, and and, and that's the situation with the running backs. Obviously, if you're if if you did something as foolish as put Lamar Miller on your team, that's on you. Uh, what's the second high point total game this week? I saw it earlier. Oh yeah, I got it here. Tampa Bay and yeah. New Orleans. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, 49 and a half. Tampa Bay and New Orleans, 49 and a half. So they're saying basically the Saints are scoring 40 plus points. 29 and a half. 29 and a half, and they're saying Tampa Bay scores 20. So, obviously, the first question, Jim Day, can I start Ben Watson (laughs) this week? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah! Ben Watson is starting lineups in week one. (laughs) Very comfortable with it. Hey, I am comfortable with Watson. Like I said, Breeze knows him. He knows the offense. Uh, he's going to get used in this game, I think, you know, enough to score, uh, get you double-digit points. So, yeah, I like Ben Watson a lot. I you know, haven't hedged on him once. Mm. Uh, Ventra? I think we've said all we need to say. <laughs> this year? <laughs> you know, I like the guy. All right, so here we go. Um, I want to get to the phones right quick. Uh, on the other side of the football, the Buccaneers side, Peyton Barber, I, I, RB2 off flex. I'm comfortable with Peyton Barber in your lineup as an RB2 off flex this week. What do you think, Ventra? I disagree with that. I think that I want to see a little more. I want to see how they, the timeshare goes with this. I know if he gets the bulk, it's a good start, the volume play, but I don't see it yet, and I don't know if it's going to work out yet. So 
I wouldn't do it. Plus, this is a game where the Saints could be blowing out the Bucks very early because they're a much better team. And you got Fitzmagic in the game. So this could be a throw game very early. And Peyton Barber is not that type of guy. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I'd keep him on the bench if you got better plus, options. If you don't, then you plus don't. Plus, you're talking about a, a Saints defense that was really good against the run right. last year. They finished right. out the season 14th in the league against opposing running backs. So, you know, I don't think Barber's a guy I want in my lineup this week. No. For that reason and for what Chris said and the fact that I think Tampa a base playing from behind. All right, so is Godwin and Deshaun Jackson in your lineup this week in the 12-team league? Uh, just Man, I like Deshaun Jackson a little bit more than Godwin just because I know what he can do. We really haven't seen enough from Godwin to want to trust him. But, you know, when you look at the matchups, the matchups are much better for their wide receivers than they are for their running backs, uh, and they will be, will be playing from behind. So those guys should definitely be in the mix. All right, 844-843-6879. Try to clean it up. Uh, try to clean up as much as we can for the rest of the hour. So, uh, if you fellas, before get... you do that, can I just get in a little sure, something about sure. tomorrow's draft? Go ahead. Oh, yes, right. Wanna... That's right. My bad, Jim. Yeah, no worries. We got the draft tomorrow. Sixteen team mm -hmm. uh, PPR draft. I uh, set the the lineups are all set there. Uh, nine starters, eleven bench. Um, I need everybody to be in the draft room at least fifteen minutes prior to the draft, so I know you're there. So we're not stressing and you know it's going to be a quick draft so you get 90 seconds per pick if uh, you time out you get whoever the system gives you and you're stuck with it all right here you go right there 844-843-6879 let's go to cisco in san diego cisco what's good with you yo what's up what's up fellas yeah yeah what up cisco um, what's cracking chilling chilling brother i just want to run uh, my team by you guys this is uh like you say i had to reach under the mattress get that paper bag yeah money, that brown bag yeah you know what, what up uh-huh so let me run it down uh, by you guys real quick uh quarterbacks matt ryan uh-huh wide receiver uh, tyree kill ty i got todd Gurley, Dion lewis my boy jackie d jack doyle uh on the flex i got Corey davis because i picked up melvin uh mark ingram and he's suspended, so once once he comes back, you know, what you think? I like it. I like I got, it. Uh, okay. I like cool, it. Cool. I love it. I yeah. think you did a good job with this one. I'm not the highest guy on on, on – what, what up, Ventura? Book. Give me the I'm book. not the highest guy on Deion Lewis, but what I um, but I, I do think he's going to be a valuable part of that offense. Um, So there you go right there. Uh, good job with that one, Cisco. 844-843-6879. Let's go out to my man T in Syracuse. T, what's cracking? Hey, man, what's good with you? What up with you, T? Hey, you got to hear me always in the right direction. And Try to. me right in the past, but, uh, yeah, you, you steer me into a bomb. Uh, I got McKinnon in my Yahoo League. It's a I didn't tell you. I, why the why, why yeah. F are you blaming me for, <laughs> for so, this? So watch out for it, and in all fairness, it was a great value. I couldn't pass on that on the fourth. But I didn't tear his ACL. Yeah, yeah, he got hurt. That's on him. You know. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. That's not on you. Yeah. But I want to get a draft grade on that. It's, uh, it's a QB match uh, Stafford. I got OBJ, Larry Fitz, Golden Tate. Those are the three wide receiver sets. All right. uh, and it's half PPR, by the way. My RBs are Leonard Fournette, Jamal Williams now. Tight end, Zach Ertz. That was great value, too. Randall Cobb is my uh, flex now, and my bench is looking like Mark Ingram, Carrion Johnson, Sterling Shepard, Keelan Nicole, uh, Jordan Reed, and Alfred Morris. Officially. And, you know, it's crazy. I like the players yeah, on the bench more than I like the players in the starting lineup. I'm not the biggest Jamal Williams like guy, but Carrion Johnson is my son. Love him. Mm -hmm. uh, I, the wide receivers are strong uh, with, with OBJ, Fitz, and Tate. Uh, Zach Ertz, you probably went around two. What, what round did you draft Zach Ertz? 
I got him on the fifth, actually. On oh, the fifth, no, that's that that that's perfect. There, now nah, I like. It. I think you get a, I did a good job on that one. Mm-hmm. T, let me get to the next cat. Good good luck at this season and and stay in touch, my man. All right, man. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go to Dylan in Texas. Dylan, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> No, it's <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Never in my life. Jeez. What up, yeah, Dylan? The people in Texas yeah, don't, like, don't Dallas like Dallas anymore. <laughs> what up, Dylan? Anyway, man, I got two questions: uh, flex question and a team rating question. Just gonna spit my team at you right quick. Uh, right. Got got luck. Uh, a Rob, uh, Josh Gordon, Todd Gurley, Jordan Howard, Trey Burton, Brandon Cooks. Uh, I got three bears in my starting lineup, but I'm working out a trade for A Rob, trying to get him out of there. But uh, and who are you gonna bring Chris back, Carson? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I really don't want to trade him. <laughs> I'm thinking about just rolling with the three bears. Three bears is tough. The Bears' yeah. offense is gonna be improved, but three bears and one three bears is tough. Yeah, and that, that that's tough because yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. they they still the bears. Yeah, I got you. But uh, got Carson, Crowder, Aaron Jones, Kenny Stills, Keelan Cole, James White, and Geronimo Allison on the bench. It's a good bench. Uh, love it. Love it. I love it. What's your flex a, question right quick? It's a 12-team PPR. So my flex question is, should I flex Cooks, Carson, or Crowder? What do you think, Jim? Cooks, Carson, and Crowder for a week one flex. Cooks in that matchup against Oakland on Monday night. Crowder going up against Arizona mm-hmm. and all Arizona, yeah, at Arizona and Carson going up against the Denver Broncos. Mm. I'm going with Cooks going against. Uh, I agree against Oakland. Yeah, I, I, they're going. They paid him big money. They're going to get him out on that field, and they're going to target him a lot. And Oakland can definitely be had. There you go, right there, my man. Is that? Um, I, I like Crowder too, though. I, I would flex Crowder too. He's the number one wide receiver. Yeah, no, I feel what you're saying, but I, I would, I would, I would start Cooks over Crowder, and then I think because that secondary is scary. I, not, not because the, the other players are better. Wait, wait, but I'm saying like uh, you look. I know Cooks is better, right? But he there's two other wide receivers there to feed that are also very good. Yeah. Well, there's nobody to feed in Washington besides Doxon, who's not very good. He's like Cooks right. could go crazy in this game against Oakland secondary. He could. That's the thing. He could explode. That's he the can problem. Go crazy Crowder and might you want that. Crowder might be seven for eighty in a touch, which is great. Which is great. But Cooks could be yeah. four for 150 and two touch. Yeah. You know what I'm you saying? You got to go with could, that. And it could be Reed that gets the 780 for one. Ah, that's true too, healthy. Jim. You're that's right. True. While Reed is healthy, he could get a lot of that work. Good job today, everybody. Cooks it is. Thank you very much for rocking with us. Tomorrow, get a little bit closer to kickoff. A little bit closer, a little bit closer. Fancy Football Frenzy, we out. Yeah. We get the BFF drafts tomorrow with us. That's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>